the deck. I'm going to visit the restroom. All right. Introduce me when you start. Guess what, everybody? We have a quick learning techie show. Yes. With all of its silliness, you know, just the way it always been. Quick learning techie show on Edified Access Radio for the first time in years. 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 Before I go, before I go on my brief break, I got to do one thing. What? <laughs> yes! I'll be back. Okay. Mm-hmm. With peanut butter ice cream. Mmm, peanut butter ice cream. I might have mm-hmm. to go to the kitchen and grab some chips. You're doing that. I have ice cream in oh, buckets. Oh, yes. I also have ice cream in buckets, but I'll wait for Emily to get home for that. Um, yeah. Was because. Nicholas, uh, was Nicholas Acosta removed from the Inactivity and mimic. Inactivity, okay. Mimicking inactivity. (laughs) (laughs) So, welcome to a new quick learning techie show, everybody. Um, this is just cool that it's happening. What can I say? January 18th. 2019. A little after 6 p.m. Sorry, 2020. January 18, 2020. Yep. So, we have a number of us here on the server. Including All-Star Link. I like the All-Star Link. It's cool. <laughs> and uh, we can talk about that a little later. But among the participants today, Jason is here. Hello, everyone. KB3ICC is back. And good to welcome in 2020 the Quick Learning Techie Show. <laughs> it has finally been resurrected again. <laughs> A new decade, a new era. Yes. And the food corner, too. Yep, and Russell is here in Alabama. Node 50368, node 29599. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. Yes, he's here. Roger Collins. I will be keeping Jason McGuire straight. Yeah, he's being tased. Don't tase me, bro. Alright. And I'm Matt Barnhill. I'm the one doing the recording, the streaming. Uh, Blake is here doing the command line, so the rest of us don't have to. Um, Yeah. That's who we got right now. There were others that said they would show up that aren't. Yes, Jennifer from Michigan was in here, but she had to go... That's fine. But I thought she came back. Uh, nope. Nope. Alright, she so came th- back briefly after she ate, and then she said, I gotta go, I'm getting a Facebook call. Oh, yeah, Slim. Facebook calls. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Matt, before you, content- before you go on, I want to let you know that you're. Uh, your date is a little off. It's January 18th, 
You mean 2020? Oh, yes, that's what he said. It's 220. 220. The year of perfect vision. 2020. Mm -hmm. No. 220 is 2020. Right. Well, of course. <laughs> here she is. She Jennifer is here. Ah. Well, let's... Welcome to the show. Quick Learning Techie Show. Yeah, where we haven't learned a thing yet. We're just getting started. In typical fashion, this is usual. If you don't like it, that's the way we do things around here. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's been so Year, long since there's a... perfect vision. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep. since there's been a... I, it's been so long since there's been a quick learning techie show, I've really forgotten what the usual is for the show. <laughs> I'm not so kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <coughs> no, there yeah. is no usual, but... As an intro, a starting point to this uh, new beginning of the Quick Learning Techie Show, which people have been asking, are you going to bring that back? Are you going to make it a weekend tradition again? And I said, I'd be happy to. Now I got everything working. I'll explain that in a minute. Um, yeah, it's working. It's good. I'll be happy to do it every week as, you know, as long as I'm available and I'm here. Um, there may be a few times family stuff will come up, family reunions, but that's those are few and far between. Nobody likes you that much anyway. Yeah. Oh. Well, so, you know, it's interesting you said that because I just looked at the listener count for the stream. Yeah. It's zero with a peak of one. Zero. zero with a peak of one. Zero. Hey, at least we had one. And this is without only like five or six hours' notice. Mm -hmm. And the currently playing, it says, is 1905075 underscore 0593 capital M capital P3. Uh, Whoa. It's pulling that That's the from current, DLC currently playing Media song. Slayer. Oh, dear. Let's see here. Let me see if I can get this to do anything better. I want some weather in the background because we don't have anything going on outside. Well, we're going to have to get some wintry sounds. I don't have or... any of that stuff. My hard drive doesn't know how to power up anymore, so I lost all my crickets and most of my rainstorms. There's not really, not really wintry sounds. That when snow falls, you don't really hear it. True, yeah. just the wind. Someone's eating a snack crunch. It's That's ice right. He's eating a it's snack. It's ice cream. Yes, remember the food corner, Jennifer. The food corner. Man, I tell you, but my bullet got frozen in the gun. It's been a while since I've been on a quick well, learning techie show. See. I'm a little rusty. We have, we have the dryer running. So my sounds are turned up now. And you can hear the dryer running. Let's see what we have going on outside. On my outside, we have nothing going on right now. In the past, we had a central air heat thingy going on. Sucking in air. But now, we don't have much of anything going on. So I'll leave those outside mics where they are. 
<laughs> yeah, you're mixing of audio. <coughs> That's what we do. That way we don't have to be accused of copyright infringement. Right. Yep. I have uh, done something with my outside microphones since we've had the show. And I know that because I know that we haven't had it for at least a year. That's right. Now we get to find out who's calling Russell. Oh, by the way, we got a message from Nick Vote that they are listening on their server and they hear us fine. Yay! Good. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Well, um, so like I said, we have um, one listener now, so that it's mm -hmm. good. Richard Van G is so, on the way. Oh, okay. okay. It's not to be good. I'll move. I'll move <laughs> him because um, anyway, I was going to say with the outside mics. Um, thanks to Russell coming up with an idea to put oh. microphones inside Ziploc bags. I have put two Sound Professionals microphones inside of these uh, gallon freezer bags that I purchased, and they are keeping the microphones, basically not making sure they're not exposed to the elements, the water and all that. And I have put them between my window and my window screen, and I have placed them uh, in such a way that I can close my window over the microphones when I couldn't do that before. So I can leave the outside mics going whenever I would want them. Yeah, Hello, I've Richard. got something similar with pressures on microphones. So Hello, what everyone. How I'm using the Sound Professionals Earhook Master Series Binaural Microphones. Fancy! They are microphones that would usually hook onto your ears. Uh, rather than going in them and stay in place that way, but I am utilizing them in another way and They were very muffled at first, but I have used the equalizer on my mixer, which is three band to enhance certain frequencies that <coughs> were muffled before so uh, That's why the microphones sound the way they sound very good now as I recall that is unbalanced audio There's not um, phantom powered. It is phantom powered. Um, it's using a converter that converts 48 volt phantom power to 9 volts because those microphones accept 1.5 to 12 volts of power. Uh. The adapter goes from two XLR balanced connectors to a 3.5 millimeter um, three pole connection. Okay, so then it becomes unbalanced from there. Aha, gotcha. <coughs> cool. So much safe voltage. Stop, stop, Roger Collins, <laughs> stop shocking me. Well, for my Ooh. latest uh, forte into the outside light thing, I have, well, for those who don't know, I'm no longer at the old apartment at the Meadows. Emily and I have moved to a basement a few blocks away, uh, a little further up the mountain, two bedrooms. So we've upgraded since last time uh, we had a good learning techie show, and I have two analog mixers. 
Uh, one's just for the outside stuff, one's for the indoor stuff. So, on the, the outside mixer, I have two pressure zone microphones in different windows. And so, that is a good way to have balanced audio. They're in between the window and the screen, and I've just closed the windows on the wires. So, it works well. It, it does the job. You guys may have noticed the dryer running. Mm -hmm. That's right. So yes, now, if you look at the right times, you can find pressure zone microphones on eBay for $36 a pair. Normally, Audio Technica boundary pressure zone microphones are around 200 each. 240 each. 250 each. Actually, they, yeah, they, they retail for $317 a piece. Whoa! Usually, <laughs> usually Get them at cheaper prices. And if you're very lucky, you can find them in bulk on eBay as well. Yeah. That can be pretty nice. <laughs> $300 microphone sitting in the window wrapped up in plastic bags. Yay. Whatever works. <laughs> some, some people $300 a piece, whatever works. That's $600 sitting in these two windows. <laughs> Yeah, they stream them on IceCast servers and such. I have two of them. I know Patrick Purdue does that. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Oh, man. Oh, man. I don't but know he uses he, he uses pressure zone microphones. That's nice. No, Patrick doesn't. He just has some inexpensive, cheap microphones that I don't remember. I got a message from oh. about what they were. But they've lasted him a good 10, 15 years out there. Solid 15 years out there. Mm. And from what I've heard, either they sound really good or he was able to equalize them to sound good. Well, they sound but they sound Yeah, they, they do sound pretty good. And there's no, there's no hiss that I can detect or anything like that. That's right. I don't have the URL to his outside stream anymore or I would give it another assessment. Do, do you remember the seller who was selling those pressure zone microphones for 36 a piece? Uh, no, it was a once in a lifetime deal that came up in August. But if you want a really good deal, go talk to Blake. Oh. Well, the the thing is with the sellers, they come and go. Yeah. And uh, oh, okay. Matt is saying talk to me because I was able to purchase some of those pressure zone microphones in bulk, and I'm not going to go into detail on. No, I'll that. talk to you after later. But it was a, a pretty neat experience that I was able to do all that and how it all came together. But uh, okay. it worked out very well, and uh, Matt is planning on purchasing few of those microphones from me at some point. Yes. yes. Okay. I'm not really going to go into all the details about that either, but... No, 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 uh, it's okay. Suffice it to say, it's working out well, and uh, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Yep. About August time frame, sometimes you can find good deals on audio equipment. Like a Yamaha MG82C audio mixing for about mm, $68. So, yeah. 
So I've got two mixers instead of one. They're both in excellent condition. They work well. Um, I've new MacBook Air. My parents wait until the family Christmas party on the weekend after Christmas. And they finally came out with that MacBook Air and they said, here you go. Here's a box. Emily started saying, man, it's got an Apple symbol on it. And I'm going, well, I don't know what it is yet, but they didn't have to do that. <laughs> so we got the box open, and it turned out it was a MacBook Air. 128 gig SSD. Uh, 1.2 gigahertz processor, dual core, turbo boost up to 3.6 gigahertz. So it'll run as fast as it needs. Quite efficient, I would say. The only downfall, eight gigabytes of RAM. <coughs> I would rather have 16, but I'm happy with eight. It does the job. Mm -hmm. Until it's time to run a virtual machine, then yeah. But couldn't you upgrade that? Nope. No. Okay. Nope. Not these ones. Could I have traded it in? The, oh. Maybe. Yeah, that would be the only thing that he could have done. <laughs> um, tell me though, Matt, your eight gigabytes of RAM, how much of it do you actually use? Uh, I don't know. I haven't checked. Oh. I'm going to estimate three or four. Yeah. Just by running the operating system and a couple of programs, maybe Team Talk and Audio Hijack, probably for about half of it. <coughs> so that doesn't leave any. You, that uh, doesn't leave much to play around with. But if you want to run a virtual machine, I tell you what. You haven't needed to though, because you have that desktop, right? Yeah, but it's going to be going back to my neighbor at some point. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay. He just gave it to you to borrow. I thought yep. you had one to keep. Well, I, 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 I thought I asked him. Hey, do you want this back? He said at some point, use it as long as you need, then I'll take it back because he's got kids that would appreciate having it because then they'll have you know, extra computers in the house when someone's doing their homework, another one can do other stuff. And there we go. There's the central air outside the window, off to the right, a good distance. Okay. I always wondered what that fan was and why it was there. Now I know. Yep. And you couldn't you couldn't tell me exactly what it was. I I didn't think anyway, and so I yep. never really found it until now. So we're gonna turn that down. Yeah. So there it is. So if you were to stand out in the backyard, you'd hear. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yes. Now we know. Now we know. Eventually, I'd like to get both microphones out one bedroom window, because then they'll be quieter. We won't have to hear that air conditioning, but I will work on that. Hey, Matt. Yeah. You know what's funny? Yeah. This was the show, and you were the one that got me on Team Talk back in 2011. Yeah. Remember? And this is now, and this is where now everybody's calling me out in the community, the Team Talk mayor. 
Uh, yeah, so, but, yeah, this is, folks, this is how I first joined Team Talk. Uh, this is Jason, by the way. Um, when Matt invited me in a Skype call, he said he heard about me because I loved talking about computers and all different sorts of other genres at the time. And he said, you should get on Team Talk. And I said to him, well, what is Team Talk? He says, oh, another program like Skype. And then I said to him, well, I don't know how to use it. And then he says to me, well, I'll teach you. And I'm like, do I want to take a chance at this program or not? So I just said, I said, okay, I'll go on bearware.dk, check out this program and see what it is. I start reading about it. It says it was a chat client. People can talk, have conferences and so forth. And I'm like, okay, I like it. I download it. Then the hardest part at first was configuring the server. He, he had to tell me a few times what the server host was, what yeah, the ports were. Funny. Yeah, and then when I finally got on, I heard double of myself. <laughs> and then you remember, and then you're like telling me, you gotta hang up Skype, you gotta hang up yeah, Skype. Yeah, and Skype. <laughs> yeah, so, it, so much better. Yeah, that was Skype 3.8 at the time. And then, and then that's when I met Clinton Waterbury. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and no version and, of Skype can do things like this. Nope. No, uh-uh. And I was impressed with it, and and it was around. It was it was a it was a month before Christmas when I got on Team Talk. In November it was. Wow. And Skype, yeah. Skype yeah, still to this day it. probably isn't in stereo either. Nope. Right, it's so not, Richard. It's Jason has said what all he said and everything like that. We need to put it down in the journals and all this kind of thing to move forward to know that we should never do anything like that for anyone else again because look what we wound up with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Russell. I, I actually met, I remember meeting Blake back in 2005, you, Russell, in 2007 with Alex. You met um, me in 2005? He was only 15. How could that have happened? Because right. of the Brandon, well, because of the Brandon incident, at the time, but oh. we won't go there and those Ooh. things. But and no, Richard, I I met you around the same time too. It was around I think 2007. You, I think you met. I think you met me in like 2008 or something. Because somehow, some way, I don't even remember how I met Alex. Yeah, I met you through Alex. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. I don't remember 2005? I really don't. I. I'm honestly, it was too horrible to remember. It's been it's been a long time, <laughs> no, Blake. But no, it was, ooh, no, it was my, fifteen years my ago. My long term memory sucks. Mm. It was four, fourteen or fifteen years ago, depending on when I met him. Because the first, because the yes, yeah, yeah, Alex Lesser was, and because I asked you, because because you were asking me where I was from, I said. You know my yeah. state, and then you you said yeah, and then you said your state, and then you also said you know your location at the time, and and then and then I was like okay, and then I told you my location, and that's how, and then you were telling me about different things about computers, some stuff that I didn't know yet at the time, and then I finally understood what you were telling me. Well, yeah, he was talking about RAM and different graphic cards and uh, different weight. Right, right. <laughs> All that stuff. 
Hey, stop that! Stop yeah. shocking me! And we knew that it all came to a head, a high climax, when Jason came out here to Utah in September of 2014, and we all had a combination of barbecue and quick learning turkey show. That was exactly awesome. that was awesome. Yeah. And this, yes, and we got to do a. We should do that convention again. It's been overdue. Yeah. We need to have a quick learning turkey convention again. <laughs> Yeah, it's we, been have more, we have more room than we used to, so, and, and people can stay as long as they want. We don't have rules like we used to back at the old uh, house. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then you don't have to worry about people talking about you either. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I was, I couldn't believe I was a talk of the meadows. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 it's an apartment, it's an apartment complex. There's a guy named Jason Meadows I used to go to camp with. Oh, no. I never knew, I... Jason Meadows stays in camp. Oh, never, okay, never drink anything that comes out of coal and wood. Oh. Jason McGuire. Oh, hey. Well, sometimes, sometimes you don't even want to drink our water because there's been times when we have received reports about possible E. coli in our water. Ew. 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 I wouldn't drink that. No way. We have a filter on the sink. Instead of Ricola, it's E. coli. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Hey, uh, oh, and, and welcome. I don't have that commercial. It was so funny when I played it once. Oh man, I wish I still had that. <laughs> I'm sure you could. I'm sure you could YouTube it. Probably. And we have yapper dogs to the right. Yes, they're upstairs. <laughs> I call them barking with barkers. Oh, okay. Yes, Roger. Yeah, so for those who don't know, um, yeah, Emily and I, we live in a basement, and that's where I am right now, in the basement. Uh, the lady we rent from, Patty, she's upstairs, she has two dogs, and uh, the television, and stuff like that. And so it's cool, we like living here. We can put up antennas outside if we want to for radio stuff, we can have barbecues and stuff at the grill. There's a, she has a grill out on the deck. <coughs> So that means we're going to have some radiation mixed in there too. Oh dear. Oh, absolutely. No. Nothing wrong with radioactive food. <laughs> Radio. <laughs> It'll make us grow. Yeah. Well, I've I've got some sad news. What? The oh, listen. The town is now at zero. Oh, oh see, dear. Nick is lying to us. No. Oh dear. No. No. Uh, when, after Jennifer told us that Nick was listening on the server, I looked and the listener count was uh, one. I did not tell now you that Nick was listening no, that was on the server. It was me, it was me. <laughs> Whoa! He's getting people Nick. Oh, it's okay. I thought that's what No worries. <laughs> wow. Since when did I become Jason? Did, did I have a voice change on? <laughs> oh, no. No, that was no I think, I think... Maybe what happened? We switched. We switched bodies. Yikes! No. Oh no! 
<laughs> no, that's not good. That's not no, I'll, I'll tell you guys. I'll tell you guys what's going on. I'm getting too old for this job. I'm too old for this. Too smelly too. I'm old too. I'm 37. I'll be 38 in June. I'll be 30. I'll be 38 in June. Yeah, I'm 40. Barn Hill's 40. Aren't you? Yeah, you're 40. Yeah, 40. Matt's still kicking. Show us how you kick, Matt. Kicking. Kicking. Maybe we should add some Tabasco sauce to it as well. Mix it with. On June 12th, Jason. Oh, okay. Wow. I was, I was going to laugh if me and you had the same birthday. I know. Mine's on the 4th of June. <laughs> but Close. the thing is, how the years are going by so quickly. Yeah. Oh, I know. Like I said, 2020, perfect vision. <laughs> and it makes me wonder if we're going to be doing this in our 80s. <laughs> oh, gosh. My hope... 2020, perfect vision, and I'm still blind as a bat. I am hoping... I'm hoping that technology is... A, is is a lot faster, more responsive, more portable, and wireless by then. <laughs> would, would be up, would 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 be up to 10G? Oh. 10 G? 10 gigabits per second wireless. We'll be That'd be nice. Each other in yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'd be in the holodeck. Yeah, we could be. Well, eventually, <clears throat> just like with uh, CPUs, they're going to reach a limit, and they won't be able to go past it. Yeah. They oh. really haven't been able to get beyond 4 gigahertz for CPUs as a stable uh, clock speed that can be maintained indefinitely. The mm. latest um, Intel CPUs, <coughs> I think they're the 9980HK or something like that, the i9, they are 8 cores running at 4 gigahertz per core as the base frequency, and I believe it's a 120-watt CPU. Oh, now that's cool. eight physical cores, so 16 hyper-threading. Nice. And I have the uh, 9900K processor. That's 3.6 gigahertz, eight physical cores, and it's 95 watts. So there's not really that much of an upgrade and you wouldn't really get too much of a performance improvement from it. You get more heat generation than anything. <clears throat> Gee, they need to up their game in these MacBook Airs, really get them cooking. Well, they don't do that because they want to maintain the low power usage. Right. Yeah, they want to run it on this wimpy standard called <coughs> USB-C. Um, That's a good standard. I know oh, from the, um, the specs of power supplies and such, you can at least get up to 100 watts on USB-C. Huh. Well, I plugged my hard drive in. It didn't want to spin up, but I plugged it right into USB-C. didn't want to spin up. Perhaps it didn't get the power required. Yeah, I thought USB-C was more of an easier standard because you can plug in things either way and stuff. In that way it is, but it's a little more difficult. I'm going to turn my outside down now. We got activity. Yeah, lady talking about is she going yeah, to church I was tomorrow? Say, where's that coming from? <laughs> that was. 
What a 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 no, she she doesn't have a car. She has a car. Jason can outrun a car. I don't think it's so really. Okay, Roger, stop putting the bolts on me now. <laughs> that was just seventy-five thousand. The nurse. The nurse. The nurse at the nursing home will definitely put the bolts on anyone. No, stop it, stop it, stop it. <laughs> no, yeah, don't he take can meet me Bernie. There. No. Don't take me does there. Does he know Bernie? No. I'm sure he does. <laughs> Everybody knows Bernie. Who doesn't know Bernie? Well, I like Bernie. Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, Yep. So, I'm glad the Quick Learning Techie Show is back again, and I'll do my best to make it a weekly event. Little blow up in our face. Yeah. <laughs> yep, it'll be fun. And there may be a few times I'm not here, but that's okay. Uh, nobody, you know, I don't think there's anyone else that can record it like this, so we'll just have to... Are we going to put one show where you go down to the Apple Store again, like we did? I might just do something like that. I might, yeah. Uh, Emily and I can do that something like that. That was fun. We can, uh, we can hear him get arrested for shoplifting. Oh, oh no, 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 no. I won't get arrested. I won't go what, shoplifting. What you, I was just going to say, what are you to, I don't think he can carry all every Apple device out of that store in his two hands. <laughs> he wouldn't want every Apple device. All he wants is a Mac Mini with 16 gigabytes of RAM. Like he could just slip that right in his backpack. And run yeah, for that's it. That's true. That's true. I gotta get yeah. out of here now. I got my rotten apple. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Let's go. It's fine. Move out. <laughs> It'd be the top of the line Mac Mini with 64 gig of RAM and a terabyte solid state drive. As you get on your horse and gallop away. Horses are too slow. It's, yeah, they are. one terabyte drives the highest it goes? I thought it went to two. Okay, maybe oh. two. So two terabyte drives and one of those ten gigabit Ethernet ports. Yeah. Today they're called Google horses. Oh, yes. Google horses. <laughs> and after I got that Mac Mini... Then it would be time to think about server stuff. I'd call CenturyLink and have them put fiber down here so I could get asymmetric gigabit Ethernet both directions. And then the Mac Mini would be a server. Yeah. Now that would be something. A server. Yeah. A home-hosted server. Gigabit Internet. <clears throat> oh, my. Can't go wrong with that. We wouldn't nope, have and the limitations that Linode had. Yeah, gigabit, and that's what I use actually on the Comcast <laughs> side. Is the gigabit internet? What? Wow, what actually both directions. Have? I think it's five hundred upload or eight hundred meg upload and one gig down. Oh, you're luckier than I. I can only get thirty-four up. What? Wow. Uh, what limitations does Linode have? That depends on how much money you're willing to spend. I mean, you can get terabytes and terabytes of bandwidth. Uh, yeah, but 
Oh. Well, uh, yeah, see, I heard the bandwidth um, is pretty high anyway. You really don't use a terabyte of bandwidth that right. much. And I think, mm -hmm. I think we have two Not for the server stuff, but if you got a whole bunch of Team Talk um, stuff going, you easily could. I heard well, that Linode has. How popular it is. Yeah, Linode has plans low as $5 all the way up to $600. Yep. Yeah, um, they have plans that are a lot more expensive if you uh, get a GPU. They have graphic card plans now. So the, wow. that basically gives you a dedicated graphics card. And uh, presumably, that would mean that you are one of four people running on a machine max because their maximum amount of GPUs that you can put on a plan is four. <coughs> wow. So uh, that would give you all the advantages that a graphics card could provide you uh, since they're very good at parallel processing tasks and CPUs are good at sequentially processing tasks. So there's a difference. And uh, graphics cards, they're very good for hash rate calculations and other things like that, where CPUs are slower at those. And uh, so Linode, they've introduced a lot of new plans, and they recently lowered their um, bandwidth overage, which means basically if you go over your limit, they cut it by 50%. It was two cents a gigabyte, now it's one cent a gigabyte. Oh, that's so not bad at all. One terabyte, if you went one terabyte over your limit, it's a little over ten dollars. Oh, ten dollars so terabyte is not, not too bad. bad. I was a no, cell phone company for that cheap. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the reasons Linode is is because they're basically their own ISP now with their own routing <laughs> and all that. They're not relying on that middleman. Right. So they basically go directly to the internet from the data center. They use their own routers for the internet and everything. Uh, whereas before, they didn't do that, and that caused a problem because they weren't able to properly deal with a massive DDoS attack that they had in, I think it was 2015, at the end of 2015. Uh, so they learned from that, and they made some changes. And they're making other changes as well. So in 2020, they're planning on giving you your own firewall uh, for your account, so rather than setting up on individual servers, you could just set it up within the Linode's control panel and have a firewall. And they're also providing a virtual local area network that is supposed to span data centers. Oh, so wow. Yeah. That would make it a lot easier to do things like set up a VPN between all your servers or whatever you wanted to do with that. Right now, you're reliant on a single server uh, for the VPN, and if that goes down, you basically don't have any recourse. But with the virtual local area network, you could assign each Linode its own IP address that is private to only you, and then you could set up a VPN that's bridged at same configuration for all the servers, say multiple data centers, and you could connect to either one of any of those, and all of them would provide. Uh, IP addresses, perhaps dif different allocations of private IPs to you, but if one server went down, then you'd be able to connect to the other ones and keep your network going. So things like that uh, works out, you know, pretty good when uh, 
all that would be set up. So I'm looking forward to that. They're also, Matt, you'll find this exciting, working on bare metal servers, which is basically a dedicated server that is set up in the same way as their virtual servers, but Ooh. you're the only one on the hardware and you have direct access to the hardware. Nice, that'd be cool. So that should be that should be neat. Yeah. Hmm. Look how much that it costs when it comes out. Hopefully it's competitive. I've seen dedicated servers, bare metal servers like that, as low as forty dollars a month. Oh wow, that's almost affordable. <laughs> yes, actually yeah, yes. I only found it once, but I did find it. Wow. Yeah. I don't know if Linode was talking about a virtual land before or not, but I brought that up just as, you know, it'd yeah. be a cool idea. No big deal, but it made sense to me. And then they told me that they forwarded that to their engineering team and they would really appreciate any further feedback. So I just thought for a little bit and wrote up a whole bunch of things and sent it to them and they thanked me for it. There you go. They listened to their I just customers. didn't think it was a big deal, but... They do. Linode really does listen to their customers. Sometimes there are some things that Linode does that other people aren't happy with, but usually that's because uh, they're not getting their way or precisely what they wanted or thought they could get or whatever. Right. But for the most part, Linode serves their customer base, so that is who they need to make happy. So anything the customers tell them that they want, uh, if enough of them get it in their uh, trackers and all that kind of stuff they have for various issues, then it'll eventually be looked at. But they don't want to do it if just a couple people have it because then they might be wasting a whole bunch of money for nothing. Right. So you've got to look at all that. I tell you what I'd like to find. I wish that Apple had a better, more accessible remote solution. So then I could use Mac Stadium servers and have plenty of uh, virtualized Mac bandwidth and have full voiceover access and manipulate things across the internet, kind of like you would with NVDA Remote. And that way, if I, they would, modified, I would have to memorize the command line. If they modified voiceover just a little bit, excuse me, I think they could do it. Have you uh, brought it up with them? Um, I brought it up with a couple of their tech support people during calls. I should send somebody an email. That'd, that'd be even better. Yeah, whatever email they have for uh, feedback. They probably get tons of emails, but right. maybe a little bit helps. But that would be so cool to be able to have a, a Mac Stadium server. Because then I'd have plenty of bandwidth without having to worry about going through a home ISP that only has, uh, oh, what, 40, 41 megabit upload. That'd just be cool. Run virtual lights, nice yep. cast, and uh, a couple other things. <laughs> the, the, only thing, the only thing I don't like about Max as a server is the same thing that I don't like about Windows as a server. There are too many resources running that don't need to be running. You don't need a graphical interface. 
and you don't need half or more of the programs that are running on the server taking up resources. Right. So that's one of the reasons I like Arch Linux, because you start out from a base and you install what you want, and only what you want, and you configure it exactly how you want it, and you tell it to start up. If you don't want it starting up, it's generally not going to start up unless it's required for something else to start up. So basically, it only runs what it needs to run, and it's very efficient. Yeah. It's kind of a balance between efficiency and ease of use. There's even more efficient Linux operating systems out there, but they have uh, certain limitations, perhaps, and aren't quite as easy to use in some ways. So it works well. I like Arch Linux, and uh, it's serving the purposes of the server very well since I'm oh, yeah. over to it. Yeah, that old Arch Linux, it does well. All right. Well, there we go. There's somebody on amateur radio. Um, anyway, so for those who might want to join Quick Learning Techie Shows and other Edified Access podcasts in the future, we don't dial up with phone numbers anymore. We put that practice away years ago. No more it's phone calls. It's Team yeah. Talk now. The Edified Access Team Talk server is not an open server. You have to get an account on it, but for good reason. We have to keep the gangsters We don't want the gangsters ruining our podcasts. That would not be fun. So, you can always email. I do check this email. Edifiedaccess at gmail.com and request an account. And if I know who you are, and I know you've been a bad spammer in the past, I probably won't approve it because there are many people that simply do not grow up. And they still have not grown up to this day. There's very few people I've found that haven't grow up, grown up when yep. I had that problem. And it's sad. Yep, it is sad. But for the vast majority of people, you know, if you're good, Especially if I've read into you, uh, met you ahead of time, get to know you a little bit. I'll be happy to approve uh, making a Team Talk account for you. And we have a few other admins, like uh, they can do the same thing. Want to count on the Edified Access server? We can get you going. But uh, I will say this: I'm paying twenty-five, you know, twenty-five dollars a month to keep this server going. I don't pay $25 a month to be a babysitter. There are a lot of babies in this blindness community. All they do is they sit around, they play, they cause drama. <clears throat> I'm not here to babysit. I'm here to do podcasts, chat, have a good time. If the time ever comes and I do have to be more of a babysitter and it becomes unenjoyable, I'll simply stop paying for the server and it'll go down. Let's hope that never happens. No, at this rate, I, I think it'll go for a long time. I don't think we'll have that problem. You never know. So 
some people can be good one day, they get on the server, then they completely change. Had that happened before? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Or they get on the server, they're good for a while, and then you show you find out their true colors. Yep. That's right. Yep. It's sad, but like I said, I'm not here to babysit. We find out their true colors, they break too many rules, or they make it, you know, they make it a nuisance. The first thing I'll do is get rid of them. Delete their accounts, they won't be coming back here. And, you know, if it happens, you know, if the event comes where I have to stop adding new people to the server to keep having a good time, I'll stop. But for now, I'm willing to add people that want to join. No problem. Happy to do it. You know, you know, a reasonably sized crowd is what makes this thing fun. Everybody adds their own input, they add their own ideas, uh, maybe a few demos and stuff here and there. That's part of what makes it fun. We've had a lot of good fun in the past. Uh, for instance, the History of Audio Equipment podcast. That was fun. We had people asking questions. We had people, you know, weighing in with opinions, adding input, learning from it. We had interaction. And that was cool. I enjoyed that. Those are some of the things that people remember most. So, yep, definitely Team Talk. Team Talk's a good app. It works on uh, pretty much everything now. The only thing it doesn't work on is Google Chromebooks. Yes, it does. Ah. You can run Android apps that you would normally put on your phone on Google Chromebooks. Adam ah. tried it on one once, and I believe he was able to connect to a Team Talk server and talk with the people on there. Nice. That's good. I want to hear that happen one day. I want someone to come on the Quick Learning Techie Show with a Chromebook. We'll see how it sounds. <laughs> I guess only time will tell if that will happen. It, yep. it sounded good if I remember right. And I'd also like to hear somebody come on the team talk with Ambios. We'll get it recorded in a podcast. Ambios. Yeah, on the those iPhone, are good yeah. earbuds. Yeah. Man. Maybe we could maybe we could talk to KN4 CRC on that one maybe. Oh, that be well. I'll think about it. Yeah, or someone that just has ambios. Yeah. Does CRC stand for crazy crap? <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 what the FCC gave him in his radio call. <laughs> well, oh. crazy radioactive crap. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't even know if he even thought of that one. <laughs> well, Joseph. Oh, he here's cool. another one. Did you, you think know, of that? Yeah, he's cool. He's here's just, another, he's here's cool. another one. Crummy royal crap. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. But, yes, Joseph, no. I, I would I'd be happy to let Joseph... Come in here with the MBOs and do something cool. I would. Um, that's just me. If people don't like it, crazy. Really? Uh, they can just call me crazy. But, um, <laughs> but for the amateur radio operators, 
<laughs> oh my, it's fun stuff. Don't get crazy, really crazy. Don't get crazy and hang on on fourteen three one three or one forty seven four three five. Hmm. Yeah. So eventually, I I hope to have some fun stuff happen in here. I want to buy a few more patch cables, hook the iPhone up, do some demos, uh, show off some apps and stuff in the future. Um, dabble. Oh, yes. Dabble is worthy of demoing. I, oh, I could try and get <laughs> one of the Dabble developers to come on uh, a, an Apple podcast or something one of these days. That would be, like, awesome. Yes, it would They be. might do it. They're, they're pretty I, friendly people. <laughs> How many of your other podcasts are you planning on bringing back? I'm not sure. Since the Windows computer is going back to my neighbor, I might want to break out one or two Windows podcasts before that goes by the wayside. But I really don't know. Probably not that many. I mean, it was 2013 and 14 were fun years, but yes, they were. I was dedicating way too much time because I was the only one recording and uploading. If we wanted to see this get active again, we would need a few more people to step in and record their own shows. Yeah, I, I agree on that one. i rather just keep the Quick Learning Techie show for right now until we can see if anyone would want the other podcast to be resurrected again. And But this time, if we do resurrect them again... We want dedication. Well, I think if we're sticking with the same kind of crowd of people, we're not going to get no, that. No, we're not going to get it. We have because to find a totally last new time. crowd. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Yeah. And people that aren't capable are too busy. <laughs> They're too busy for in a way, yes. In a way, that's a good thing. Because uh, it proves that yeah. they have lives. They're not just going to sit around and do whatever they want. You know, all the time. Right. But yeah. even the people that sat around and did what they want, they didn't care to come here because it wasn't something they were interested in. Nope. They want to play their video games or get high or whatever else. Yeah. And I know it's just the same thing with Dabble. All those Dabbleites are interested in it, but for the most part, it's getting high. It's sad. That's why. That's why I don't well, get on there that much. Yeah, and I also I know that a lot of people stories. are into this new app called TikTok now. Yes, TikTok. I've, I've never heard of TikTok. What is it? It's basically like a social app where anybody can vent or say what's on their mind. I can vent? Sometimes, I can vent right yes. now. I'm venting. You want me to vent? I'll vent. TikTok. Yeah. Hurry up. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> cool off, man. Yeah. All right. I'm taking a deep breath. I'm cooling my jets. Yeah, cool off, man. Go have some ice cream. Sometimes, Actually, I mean, I there, there's times where they do comedy things on that app or tell jokes on that app, but yeah, you gotta be careful how you joke around, though. Sometimes, uh, well, because sometimes. The jokes that they it's, tell in there, it could be personal. Like, yeah, people could people's, be hurt. Yeah, people, 
people are not careful on social media platforms and they just think they can do what they want say what they want and they're not going to hurt anyone's feelings because all they're doing is speaking to a device or typing text into their right. system and you have a there's a sense of remoteness to all the internet activity because you're not really there with the person and if they were there with the people some of these people I don't even think they'd know how to talk to a person <laughs> I know they, they lack social interaction skills <laughs> but that's what happens a lot of times when people get on the internet and get absorbed with the social media stuff They're, they lose their social skills assuming they had them in the first place and I say that with a sense of sadness because I'm yeah. sure there are people a lot of who are don't very they try young. to talk to them and they don't know how to talk anymore yeah their parents or whoever is just letting them be on the phone all the time or tablet or whatever yeah. and I, in some ways I'm glad to see that that's not everyone for, for instance um, I have a niece named Ella and she is not allowed to sit around and watch shows and look at tablets and all that all the time, even if she might want to. She is encouraged to play with toys, interact with people, and not just sit in front of a TV all the time. That's good, that's good. That is good. Yeah, the nieces and nephews of my family are the same way. Their parents are very careful about how much computer time they get and so they still you know when we come over they know how to interact with people they interact with each other they actually talk they don't text while they're in the same room I mean at a family gathering there are a lot of people that are out there with their phones but they still interact and talk with each other they don't just sit there and do it yeah if I'm at a family gathering I don't pull out my phone until like everybody's left table or something. Yeah, exactly. I don't pay, pull out my phone until uh, there's nothing to pay attention to and uh, everybody's off doing their own little games or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If I'm with friends or at a family event or whatnot, I won't even pull out my phone at all until I'm back home unless somebody calls me or unless I get an important car or something. That's the only time I'll get it out. I'll sometimes get my phone out if everyone's doing their own thing, but right. uh, usually it's just to do something real simple like check an email and things like that. It's mm -hmm. it's rare yeah. that I'll do yeah, something like come on a Team Talk too, server. When I yeah, I'm not one to come on Team Talk much during family gatherings or go. Oh no, yeah, that I don't know. Do. Sometimes I I forget and I leave Zello up in the background until a channel comes on, somebody hollers out, but <laughs> I. Uh, I don't really come on Team Talk too much during family events, and sometimes when I see other people doing that, I kind of feel like it's a bit sad, you know, they're not really hanging out with their family, they want to go on Team it's Talk like, and chat. Do you people not have any sense or common sense to, yeah. to just not socialize on the phone or be on the phone while you're at family gatherings or whatnot? Well, they probably won't talk that either. Who knows? Well, this is the way we do the Quick Learning Techie Show, folks, and I must say that if Patrick Perdue, who I've had a lot of chances to interact with over the past few months with amateur radio stuff, if Patrick were to come on here, 
and uh, or get this recording, he would say, why are you not doing multi-track recording? And I go, because editing it is too complicated. You have to have all these Team Talk instances synced up. Just perfect, so it sounds natural. I don't want to take that on. <laughs> It's true. Or unless he, he does something with our file. <laughs> he can be very finicky about audio, from my understanding. But it's and earned him uh, money. He gets paid to edit audio, and I don't. Yeah. <laughs> that says something. I believe it. I believe that he does. But we should invite him maybe one time for a podcast to see if he would give <laughs> oh some time. I, 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 he I, would I, rip yeah. us apart. Look at all our noise we have in the background. <laughs> he would say, yeah, well, okay, um, you all shut your pressure zone microphones off, get some microphones in front of your faces, and we'll do it right. That's what he would say. <laughs> yeah, he probably would, yes. But I would say, I, would I like the way to... things naturally sound. Like I want to sound like I'm in the living room. That's me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, if if someone was going to come on here and and criticize, you know, speaking theoretically, if if that's what they were going to do, just come on here and criticize and judge us, I would not be yeah. here. I don't think because right, I, I wouldn't want to be judged for doing something because. that uh, I want to enjoy and have some fun with. Yeah. 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 I get what you mean. But yeah. if, he, if it's said in the right way, if it's said uh, to try and help improve things, then that might be a different story. Mm. But right now, we don't have yeah. too much in the background. This is not that hard to listen to. No. And, no. you know, we've got multiple people in stereo audio using stereo microphones. I so like stereo audio. Leave me be. In my, in my opinion, um, all of that everything we're doing here is just a matter of style. Yes. Some people have their own style of, of podcasts and doing it differently, but there are people out there who believe that their way is the right way and everyone else does it the wrong way if they're not doing it their way. And they will judge you for it. Right. It's very unfortunate. Now, if it came down to it where if if we actually found a way to get advertisers to start paying, if we cleaned up our act and turned off the stereo mics and just had microphones in the front of our faces and talked about the latest tech of the day and put in one or two ads like Leo Laporte does, I would be willing to do that to make money and then do uh, just a backdoor kind of a podcast on a different site like this. Yeah, I would do both. That would be I, uh, fun to be able to get paid to do podcasts. That would be fun, but there's a challenge to that. You have to have topics to discuss and yes. keep them new and interesting. Yep. We don't I would come definitely up with that not be that kind of an innovator. Speaking of Leo Laporte, does he have a uh, an app for the Fire Stick? Like, can you watch this week in tech on t on the Fire Stick? I don't know. Is Not it a sure. podcast? No, I thought he had his own. It's well, it is a pot. It is it is podcast, but he also has the live stream. Yeah, I wonder so, if I have to go through YouTube to get it. You might. Well, there probably wouldn't be a problem with just getting it if 
if it's a generically available format, you could just go to the URL and get it, right? It is. And you wouldn't necessarily need uh -huh. his app for it. Yeah, there's twit.tv, there's twit.am for the audio, um, and all the podcast mm -hmm. feeds are there. Unfortunately, he does not have one about accessibility. I really wish that there was one about accessibility. Well, the only way we can probably have to make that happen is as we as the blind community would have to make a petition to him. Yeah, and it wouldn't be just blindies. We could, like, you know, have all sorts of disabilities involved. Because disabilities, be, yeah. Yeah, a weekly podcast all year long. And so that could, if we get enough people involved, that could become quite innovative. That would be right, cool. Like he like he would have a coordinator run that part while he runs the this week in tech, but then the people who want to run the want to run, excuse me, without being tongue-tied, the this week in tech accessibility podcast, then it would be probably different people from you know talking oh, about yeah. different he forms of accessibility. Oh yeah, he some experts for some rehabilitation or whatever. Uh, they well, totally screwed up. Uh, <laughs> Well, maybe. Sometimes, I mean, this is what we could think, but you just never know. Sometimes I find that the experts on those things that are qualified, licensed professionals know less than they the do. Competent, I know. You don't get that real world perspective. Individuals or, or whatever. No, you don't. You know. They sugarcoat yeah, I mean, things. Yep. They don't necessarily sugarcoat it, but they don't have the same perspective as other people with disabilities. No, they don't. It's just like blind people. The people that have never been Not blind, yet they teach the blind, don't have the same perspective that you and I do who've lived it. Mm -hmm. But on that no, note, I will like be right else, back. Yeah, I've been blind since birth, so... Yeah. Just like anyone else, though, there are teachers of the blind who are good and not so good. And they could be blind or not blind. There aren't that many mobility instructors that are completely blind, though. I, I don't know. I was just no. going to say that. Have any of you guys heard of P mobility instructors being totally blind? No. I've heard of them. No. Never met any of them. I have I a couple down at the uh, Division of Services for the Blind and Visually Impaired in Salt Lake. Wow. Yeah, I was curious there, if anyone had a blind mobility teacher. Yeah, there are a couple. And one of them, when they were substituting for one that I was using for mobility instruction, I went to that program they had in 2011 just to have something to do outside of the house. Yeah. But uh, when she was behind me and we were walking through the building and I was going to find something, she asked me to tell her when I was turning because you can't really hear walking across the carpet. Right. And... Uh, <laughs> She was either blind or wearing one of the blindfolds like I was. But she was using a cane, and she followed me just as a blind person would. That's cool. Yeah. And the, the person who was doing my mobility instruction, he was blindfolded. Or not blindfolded, he was blind. Uh, and he used a cane and walked behind me and uh, followed me and all that. That would so have that worked cool. out. It was interesting. There was a lot of things that I went over that I already knew, but since I hadn't used the skills in a while, it was good to get that refresher. Yeah. It's always good to get a crash course once in a while. I'm surprised that more mobility instructors don't record their lessons for playback. You know, let, you know, 
and then give the file to the person who they finished instructing for the day. It's not the same experience to listen to a recording at all. As compared to it's doing better it. To, it's better to, to be it. there. Yeah. Hands on. Yeah, but you can still learn a lot from a replay if it's done right. If it's done right, you could learn some things. But you won't not learn everything. as much as you might think. Because mm -hmm. then you can replay I've listened how things to my own. sound as you're walking down the road, the traffic patterns. You can get a lot yeah, from I've, a properly done recording. I've listened to my own recordings of things like that on binaural microphones before. And I can tell you, it is not the same as actually doing it. It, may, it might sound very similar, but... When you're actually out there and you're at the area, um, it's a lot different because there are things that you can't put in a recording, like all of the sensory experiences that you have. Yeah. If there was a way to completely immerse yourself in a sensory experience like that, that would be pretty holiday. <coughs> yep. <Yeah. coughs> Man, that'd be cool. Just as long as you don't have uh, a repeat of getting run over by a car. Well, if the safety protocols were on, the car would become a hologram that you'd pass through as it went to hit you. I suppose. That's how it works with Star Trek, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I used to have quite a few outside traveling recordings. Those are on the hard drive that does not want to power up correctly anymore. So I wonder if it's the drive that's a problem or something else. So I'm half tempted to take it apart next week. And if I could get the actual drive out of the casing, hook it up in the enclosure, and uh, who knows, uh, I might regret it. You have an enclosure? I do. That's what's run, that's what's powering the 500 gig SSD. Okay. Now, that drive that won't power up. When did you get it? I got it um, either July or August of 2017, about a month before the Mac Mini died. Okay, so it's probably. Yeah, I need to go lay down. It's sinus headache time. So I will oh. see you guys later. Alright. Alright, get better. Thanks, I will. It's just the stupid weather. One day it warms up to 40s, another day it cools down. And yeah, weather like this yeah. makes people sick, so yeah. I have heard that. I've never experienced it for myself. And I have my dad's sinus problems in his family, too, unfortunately. Which oh, that's doesn't not help good. the situation, but yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, get over it soon. Come back next week. I sure will. Yep. It, it was fun being able to join you guys for the little bit I, that I could, but yeah. Yeah, I'll be back well, again. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for joining. You're Come welcome. Soon. All right. What were we discussing? Oh, USB hard drives. The hard, the external oh, drives. Yes, the yes. SATA interface. I want to ask you about your enclosure. Enclosure. Does it have a 12-volt power? Uh, yep, connected? it has its own 12-volt power supply. Alright, so that drive will probably fit in there. Yeah. If it's SATA, then it should work. Oh, that'd be interesting. 
It sh the drive should be if you got that in 2017. Yeah. Part of me wants to take that apart on Monday or Tuesday. That could be fun. Well, if you decide, if you decide, you have to update us. Yeah. Yeah, and see how. Because I'm curious to hear how it would go. Oh man, if I can get the data off that thing, I will be very, very happy. It would either probably backfire or go very well. Right, one of the two. The only way, the only way it would backfire is if you plugged it in and it ended up not working, right. or you right. plugged it in and something in the drive caused the enclosure to short out, and then you wouldn't be able to use it with your 500 gigabyte SSD either. That's that right. one is a much lower possibility. Mm -hmm. So we'll see what happens. Um, but if I do get it working, then I'll want to buy a second enclosure so I can transfer the data to the SSD. Oh yeah, good idea. Then uh, you can do eventually it in you can drive. You could do it 50 gigabytes here, 50 gigabytes there. Yeah, you can just I transfer could. the drive back and forth. Yeah. I suppose that would work. Or I could just leave that drive in the enclosure and that would just be its permanent home. Let's go. Just run it there. Which. You said you hooked a hard drive up through USB. Which one was that that wouldn't power up? That was the. Um. The little uh, lacy, rugged, portable USB hard drive that powered completely off USB that Apple gave me for doing some um, accessibility stuff when I called them about an issue I was having on an old Mac, and it was where the password field wasn't coming up correctly, and they were intrigued by that, and they wanted to figure out what was causing it, and so I spent several hours with them, so they said, you deserve a reward. What do you need? A hard drive. Okay. Four terabyte? Well, we can get you a two terabyte one. We'll send you this one that's designed to be rugged and completely USB power. Okay, I'll take that. So, yeah. The USB-C cable might not have the proper specs for the power requirements. Oh. Well. There was a, there's a hard drive that I got that did not power off of USB-C uh, with the cable that they gave me. So I had to put together my own little adapter for it and I ended up getting another USB-C cable that would allow me to plug the hard drive in and use it. Oh. So, well, I've tried that a couple was, different that ones. That was the problem. I even unplugged my MacBook Air and plugged that cable into the drive and it didn't power, it didn't spin up. There's different specifications for different cables and ports, and sometimes if it's not built just right, yep. it's going to cause a problem. Hey, that's not good. I bet if you used a USB-C OTG adapter and then went from the USB port on that to a USB-C, it would probably work. That's what I did before huh. I got another USB-C cable that worked. Well, I did. I do have a USB-C to regular USB cable, and that's what I used to use when I hooked it into the Airport Extreme. Well, Airport Extreme didn't want to power that drive anymore. Neither did any other computer I hooked it to. That drive would not spin up. Interesting. Yeah. 
So how, how long were you able to make use of it? I was able to make use of it for about a month until the middle it of September failed. when that Mac Mini died. Then it just hmm. sat there in a laptop bag, just sitting there, and the only time it moved was from one apart the apartment down to the basement. Maybe there's a failure in the drive somewhere. Yeah, that would be sad. In which case, that's what I've happens lost everything. sometimes. That's what happens sometimes when you get free products. Yeah. In which case, I've already lost everything. Eh? Well, you won't know until you take it apart and that's see. That's right. Ooh, that's going to be an experience. You know, if I was, <laughs> if I was ever on the phone with Apple for a few uh, several hours and they said I deserved a reward, I'd tell them I want a Mac Mini. Yeah. Yeah, give me the top of the line Mac Mini, full specifications on everything. Two thousand dollars later. The money. <laughs> they could they could give it to me and it wouldn't be a loss. Yeah. To them. No, it wouldn't. Two thousand's pocket change to them. Yeah, I think they're making one yep. trillion dollars in revenue. It's definitely pocket change. Yeah. Their company's worth $76 billion. Well, it's gone down slightly. Not as many people are buying their stuff anymore, but I still like it. There's still a lot of people buying their stuff, though, and their subscriptions and all that kind of stuff. They're not, they're not going to fail anytime soon. No, but I don't think their TV subscription's going to last long, and here's why. I'm trying Apple TV for a year, and I might re-rig some cables to do a podcast about this at some point. But my gripe about Apple TV is all they're doing is pointing at other providers. Like, if I want to watch an NBA game, it doesn't come up on the Apple TV app. You just tap the game, and it brings you into the NBA app. And the NBA app says, subscribe, give us money. I'm like, Apple TV... Oh, that's... Dumb. Why do you even exist yeah. if all you're going to do is point me at all the other content providers out there right? Yeah. and not make it a seamless service of, you know, ten some yeah. odd dollars a month? It's do it right like YouTube where you pay the money. Like yeah. YouTube subscription is 50 bucks, but yet you get all the channels you need on YouTube TV. I, yep. I thought it was 40. Or for, well, then maybe it went back down, but... It was originally 35 and then it was 40 then I heard prices it was 50 yeah. but now you're saying 40 really? so maybe it went back down. Who told you it was 50 My uh, friend Creighton Benner. Maybe it did go up. It probably did. Okay, YouTube TV. Subscription costs $49.99 per month. Yep. Ah, close enough. So, yeah. just like any other television service, including cable, YouTube TV is going up. And from what I've heard, a lot of that is because of the providers of the various channels and stations and such right. are charging Wanting more, more money. Yeah. Well, eventually, we're going to mm -hmm. rebuild and say, fine, I'll just do without. I don't think people will do that. Unless those providers end up going down. 
That'd be the only well, way. If the providers end up going down, then you don't have a choice. You don't right. Have right. Yeah, so Apple TV really isn't worth much. There's not much there. It just isn't. <laughs> no. It's rather sad. Now, what they should have done is made it similar to Netflix, where all the stuff that you could rent on iTunes simply is included in the price. You could stream it. That would have been cool. It, it would have been. That would have been really cool. Because yeah. mm -hmm. then, you know, all your stuff would be automatic. The video description would happen automatically if you set it up right, which I did. And things just work great. But oh, yeah. I, would, I was able to um, set up video description once on Amazon Prime for a series I was watching that was a Prime series. It was like a comedy thing. Oh. And uh, ever since then, anything that has video description with it on my Mac, I'm able to get described to me. And I don't know how I set it up. It wasn't really the most accessible thing, but I did get it. So anything that's got description with it. Well, nowadays it. on a Mac, Which it's is, easy to set up. You just go into your system preferences, into the accessibility, and in that list... No. That, that works for iTunes and some other things, but not for Amazon Prime. Because ah. Amazon Prime, they have their own player in the browser. Right. The Mac doesn't interact with that. So you have to select audio description if you want it. And then from there, it'll just automatically default to it, I think. At least that's what it's been doing. Cool. I like that idea. Yeah. Yeah. And that was pretty neat, because uh, there was a couple movies that I was able to watch that I got described. Why does it seem it's so much easier for Spotify and Apple Music, where you can listen to almost anything you want to under the sun for 10 bucks a month, compared to iTunes not jumping on the bandwagon where you could stream any movie and show that they have on there. Is it probably because of licensing issues with certain movie companies or what have you? Or I'm sure that's part of it. Uh, and the... I don't, I don't know. The movie companies, they might get more money if I mean, it was but a Spotify, based. they're... De you're, you're, you're dealing with the record labels too so it's like I don't know how all that stuff works yeah but with Apple Music and Spotify and things like that you can't as easily download the music for your own personal listening but with iTunes right. you purchase something and you can watch it and download it onto your devices and not yep. have to worry about any internet uh, re-provisioning re-licensing or anything like that yeah. that some services mm -hmm. do mm -hmm. yeah it's interesting. This whole entertainment industry is. is weird. It, it, it is. Yeah, all they want is money. Yep. Yeah. They're not weird. They're like the rest of the world. They want. They their money. want yeah, they want their money, and they, they guess they want to make a living somehow. Well, the more <laughs> movies they make, the more money it costs them because the more royalties they have to pay out. Yeah. The more movies yeah. they make, the more money they earn. The more watchers they are paying for it. Mm -hmm. It's an investment. Some movies don't always get a positive return on their investment. Others do. It's a gamble. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
it really depends on how good they make the movie and how many people actually like what they made. Yeah. It could yeah. it could be a very well made movie, but no one likes it because no one thinks it's a good story or whatever. Right. Yeah. It has to be appealing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Back in the nineties, Jurassic Park was appealing. Yes. <laughs> oh, it was good. Whoa. To this day, this yeah. sounds good on the Pioneer HPM 100s. Oh my, pop that DVD in. Oh yeah. So was uh, Back to the Future. Yes, Back, Back to the Future was cool. Three. Mm-hmm. Three, I didn't care for the first. I thought they yes. were they were supposed to make a four, but it just didn't happen. It was supposed to really? be back. Yeah, I think it was about going to be in space. Something about space travel. Oh my. Was this after the fact? Was would this have been after the fact? Michael J. Fox had gotten Parkinson's. I think. Mmm. Maybe I that think. could have been why it wasn't made. Because maybe his health could wasn't. Have been. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. They, maybe they didn't really weren't able to get that idea fully going either because could be. Yeah. I think they pretty much used up all their ideas for Back to the Future one, two, and three. They pretty much closed that whole thing into its own little time loop situation. Yep. yep. That would have been awesome if they would have made cartoons out of that, like like a I spin-off. That would be Back to the cool. Future cartoons. Yeah. Well, if they did, get me the episodes because I don't remember any of them. I thought, I thought I remember seeing somewhere that they made an animated series. I could look that up. Every good movie has to have cartoons to follow it, right? Star Trek animated yeah. series, uh, Star well, Wars. They have why, a bunch of cartoons. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Yeah, why didn't? Oh, do they? They they do. Yeah. Yeah. They have the Clone Wars. There are two Clone oh, Wars yeah. animated series. Um, there's the Star Wars Rebels series, and oh, I think yes. there's even one about droids. I don't know what it, that's yeah, called. Yeah, you can find them all on Disney+. And then there's, I wonder if that's how basically oh, yeah. Cosmic Rage got started, the game, the text, the, now know. that has sounds that you can hear starships, and I, I mean, I even though got, it's an... I think yeah, go it ahead. got started because of the ideas of the other space-based games, and the developer wanted mm. something more complicated and more. Um, yeah, because it's a it's a one of those role playing games where you have to roll out your more character. In more in depth and complicated than the typical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, because you could basically do anything. Like you could eat hamburgers, you could get food, but virtually it it virtually delivers your food, or you can go and eat at the food place. Like each planet is set up a bunch of rooms, and how I did, I crashed three starships already. People had to put out fires on my ships, and and, and doing command lines sometimes it's a little challenging. But I was able to remember commands like you have to type chug water to drink a whole thing, or otherwise you type drink water. Th is for thirst, H U is for hunger. Then you had to type L A. You had to type L. Enter for launch the starship. Uh, star. You know what the you know what the amazing thing is, the servers that a lot of those games are running on, they're still single threaded. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's because it's only text. No, 
Uh, they would perform a lot better if they took advantage of multiple cores and multi-threading. Mm -hmm. That's true. They can run but they just, what they do, months. what they do is they go from one um, programming code, one, one logical statement to the next, to the next, to the next. They don't run multiple logical statements at once as much as they could. Uh, there's, because uh, they're pretty much run on Lambda Moon, and that's a fairly old code base. It doesn't even have support for IPv6. But there's another one out there that's written in Haskell, and uh, it is ETA Moo, and it's based on Lambda Moo. Yeah, that's what Cosmic it. Rage is running off of ETA Moo. Is because, it really? Yeah, because you're using VIP MUD to play it. That doesn't mean it's ETA yeah. Moo. Well, that's what someone told me. That 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 well, made the it, sound pack for the for the game. It could be. Uh, I noticed when I played it, there were there really wasn't too much lag in comparison to other games where, mm -hmm. if there was a lot of activity going on, there'd be some lag. Mm -hmm. So yeah, because it's that's cool. Yeah, it's developed by Nathan Tech. Yeah, I knew about that, uh, but it's a. It's pretty cool that it really doesn't lag that much. I think that's neat mm -hmm. that it's running on ETA move. Yeah. It proves that it's stable enough to run a fairly and complex of, game. And of course, my home is on Carrie's factory. Carrie Cauldron's factory. Um, <laughs> is that his yeah, name in the game, too? No, his name is uh, Gorgon. And um, mine is Vozod. Cool. It's been so long since I played that game. Yeah. I never really got into those text games. <laughs> With the lack of sound. Well, you don't, you don't, you don't want to let it consume you, Matt. That's no. that's the one reason why I got away from it because it was getting to the point where I liked it so much, where it was starting to consume, and and I'm like, mm -mm -mm, I don't need that. Right. You're just like all the other people that want to play their video games all day. <laughs> and that's what they do. They just let them consume them. Yeah, and, and I don't want to do that. I have other things that I like to do besides... Yeah, we like let Team Talk consume us, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. But but then again, I also, um, like I said, every day of the week, I, I help out with, with the churches that I help out with the their activities and cool. stuff like that as well. So, so I, I don't, you know... That's a good way to get out there. It can be. Yeah, and plus I also applied again with the with the with the temp agency to help me get some jobs, like job opportunities again. Is that a metal water bottle? Yeah, it's a Bubba. Nice. A Bubba. Hmm. Yeah, it's made by Bubba. It's it it's a 64 ounce water, water bottle. Yeah, you can. Um, it was about. Uh, I think it was a. It was. I'm trying to think. Of uh, fifteen, twenty dollars at Walmart. Yeah, you can. Cause watch. Vacuum yeah, yeah. Insulated. I think so because it says it can hold cold water up to eight hours, or if you put hot water like to make coffee, it would also stay warm for eight hot eight mm, for eight wow. hours. It, it wow. doesn't leak, right? If you tip it and shake it and all that, it won't mm -mm. leak. Mm -mm. Okay. 
That's cool. Mm. I yeah, guess. Should have looked around a little more, I guess. I got a Yeti. Yeah. That's similar to that, and that's. Yeah, Yetis are good. That's the actual yeah. water bottles that are good. Yeah. They, but they the bubbles are also. I don't know if it would be. I don't know if it would be too much better than the bubba. Yeah, you know how to make music with that thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And Different way you tip it that changes the pitch. Everybody can fill yep. up their coffee and uh, uh, feed that costly addiction. <laughs> yeah, but I thought I heard when people drink too much caffeine, it gives them headaches. And then they have to drink caffeine to make the headache go away. I've known many well, people that have had that he problem. Here's what happens, because uh, I looked it up. If you drink a lot of caffeine your brain will get used to the decreased blood flow that caffeine will provide because it kind of constricts your blood vessels. And there's also some other chemicals that are increased that will provide more concentration and other things like that. So that's why mm -hmm. you feel more alert when you drink it. But when you stop drinking it, the reason you get headaches is because your brain has to get used to the increased blood flow supply. Oh. And that's one of the reasons that you get withdrawal symptoms, and some people can get anxiety and different things like that from it as well when they're not drinking it. Uh, and because the, they can also, the blood flows. Well, that's part of it, but also the chemical changes, because your brain will mm -hmm. start to grow used to it. And uh, right. if you want to ease off of it, you've got to, you know, do it carefully. But there's just uh, like. Yeah, just like they're finding out now about how you can make your brain form into other, like let's just say if you're hooked on something, the brain can, you can, by you making your brain think that all the time, the brain will get so used to that, that it will do that, but if you, but you can also change your brain to get off of that, because they, because people thought the brain only stopped growing at a certain point. And stop doing, you know, things. But they're finding out that now they're wrong. That the way you train your brain to do certain things, it can be done. I can believe it. But it, from what I've heard, it does get harder to teach yourself or retrain yourself or whatever the case is as you mm -hmm. get older. Right, right. But and the reason why they're saying that it, it can be still done is because they found that we have so many neurons in the brain. <coughs> yeah, so yeah. don't yeah. disrupt the communication of neurons in the brain with alcohol. <laughs> yeah. That's if you do that, your brain will get used to the disruption of neurons, and then when you try to stop drinking in cold turkey, you'll mm -hmm. have seizures and other problems. That would be rough. You're also killing brain cells and liver cells and other cells when you drink alcohol. So just don't drink alcohol and you'll be better. Yeah, it's off. not good for you. As as Matt says, you could clean your toilet with it, so you might as well. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can do the same thing with Coke. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've heard. <laughs> Yep, I've been around a lot of drinkers before, and it's it's very sad to see them in action. 
they 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 wallow in a pitiful grief state for many hours at a time and do things that people normal people just wouldn't do. They're just yeah, it's it's sad. So just avoid the whole process and don't do it in the first place. Yes. I would know it's a waste of time. Yes. It can also become a serious temptation. I would know that too, unfortunately. Yeah, people think they needed to have fun. I don't regret it because what's the purpose of that? Right. But I've learned from it. Yeah. What's even funnier is when people record themselves and then they go back when they're sober and listen to their foolishness later on and go, did I do that? <laughs> I don't remember any of it. The, f the famous Urkel line. <laughs> did I do that? <laughs> yeah, the I, famous that, I don't remember any yeah. of it. Who made this recording? Was that me? <laughs> well, your voice is on it, so you had to do that. <laughs> Unless someone edited your voice so well that it made you sound like it was you. Which, you never know. They have so much technology out there that uh, they can do that with all the voice prints and voice things yeah, that they collect. Yeah, I've talked to people that use GarageBand to make Ooh. themselves sound completely different. Oh, that's scary! No, GarageBand, it's <laughs> real sad. It's really a waste of resources, how much resources it uses. Yeah. That's why I'm not running it right now. Um, if I had 32 mm -hmm. gig of RAM, it would be fun to run during a show and turn myself into uh, a chipmunk. Or, or something. <laughs> that, no, yeah. It, that would be it, interesting be, to hear that. It'd be fine with 16, but what you really need is a good CPU as well. Yeah. That's a lot of RAM. Node 50631 connected. There have been people that play with it. Zero, these men make themselves sound like women. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> I did that once, and it worked pretty good. <laughs> but if you really listen carefully, you can hear as it starts to kick in. It's not quite quick enough to cover up. There's some electronic digital processing. Yeah. Now, what I really need is a very good analog uh, voice changer like that. I can change all the different properties. Oh my, that would be fun. <laughs> It'd be fun if a bunch of us get our hands on those things and then do a Halloween podcast, not knowing who each other that is. That cool. <laughs> yeah. And we could come in with different nicknames and yeah. uh, agree not to look at the account names. So That's we'd all right. have to guess who was who. Oh, that'd be too funny. Oh, fun times. I'll come in as... Big boy Fred. <laughs> Big boy Bob. How's that? Big boy Bob. Yeah, that'll work better. <coughs> yeah. yeah. The Big triple B. <laughs> I have not quite prepared Scoutmaster B yet. I have uh, a sound card called Effects set up that all the other inputs are listening to. 
but when I try and get audio hijacked to uh, with a whole bunch of effects to talk to that card, it just I get quiet. So I'm going to work on that this week and see if I can restore Scoutmaster B to his original Reaver Panning Glory next week. I'm sure oh, he's coming back from. He's <laughs> yes. coming back too. <coughs> coming yes. back. Yes, I'm gonna bring Scoutmaster B back, and if people don't like that superhero of Scoutmaster B, they don't have to listen to him. <laughs> this okay. is what happens when Matt gets a map. Everything comes back one by one. <laughs> yep. Oh yes. But just most like people when... like Scoutmaster B, so I don't know. It's it's a hard one. I. I want to be nice well, to people, like, but at the same time, yeah. Well, it was just like that old, um, that commercial that they did with the uh, Microsoft and the Mac and some other old piece of technology, and and then it ends where the old computer dies, and 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 then and Microsoft, you know. And the Mac lives on, or something. <laughs> it was one of the things that you. It was one of those things that you had up here, Matt. And I down, and I got it off the server from you, and and I still have it to this day. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you remember that, right? What was that? I think so. It's been a while. Uh, I'd have to hear it again. It was. Honestly. It was. It was. Yeah, it was where they were all fighting, Mac, Windows, and. And oh, some other old. Yeah, I, I it was do it was about DOS. Yeah, it was about DOS and different things. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll have to find the file and tell you. Yeah. My my, what fun we've been having. Yeah. Yes, it has been one hour and forty-one minutes. Yeah. What are we gonna do with the rest of our time? We got 19 minutes left. Yeah, we have 19 minutes to kill. Assuming you're going to keep it going for two hours, then. And oh, it's always been a tradition tonight. around here. Yes, but sometimes they're done for longer. They've gone yeah. longer sometimes. There have been some that have been longer. I don't know. Let's talk yeah. about emerging social media platforms. Snapchat. They think it's snappy. Yes. I, I've been hearing about Snapchat more lately. Yeah. Mm. I don't think Snapchat's all the... I mean, I've kind of tried to use it, but I didn't get, really get the hang of it. I've never used it. What is that? That is what recording that? I did over the summer. Yeah, yeah, something about the LS14 binaural microphones. I was recording a windstorm. Oh. So we're going to close the window and make the best of it. What we got. Okay, so that's your introduction to it. The rain coming in like crazy. New basement apartment in Bountiful. Microphones in the window as good as they can be. Did you cover them with paper towels? No. Paper towels? No. Well, oh, oh no, I, rem I, 
I remember. I remember you did that with your with your microphones. You wiped them off with paper towels after. That was during his tornado. He wiped them off with towels. Yeah, I did. And if I had put them in Ziploc bags, that probably would have been better off. Yeah. I'm I'm using those very same microphones up where I am now, though, because they will no longer take little drops of water without at least one of them without getting staticky. So I decided I'm going to use them where I am now. Mm -hmm. And uh, I do have spare microphones now, because I got those bulk uh, pressure zone microphones. So if these stop working, I can always uh, get a couple and plug them in. I'm very happy with that purchase, I must say. I'm glad that everything worked out the way it did. Part of me thinks I should buy a waterproof binaural microphone at some point. I want to. They're limited point. in their frequency response. Yes, but the limits on them is not going to affect it quite as much as you might think. Right? Unless you're like yeah, looking at thunderstorms like what I want. Well, if you want to get the very low subsonic frequencies, then you wouldn't want the limited frequency response because they'll only go down to 100 hertz. But if you want to get the thunderstorm and it would sound a bit louder, then those actually might work better. Ah. Oh, definitely. I just think of that. Those things are in the $200 range. Yes. <clears throat> It was Gates versus Job, uh, oh, Steve Jobs. Is that backyard surrounded by a fence, Matt? Yes. Is that what your voice echoes off of? No, I'm in the bedroom when I talk, and the microphones are in the window. I know, but your voice is echoing off of something outside. Yeah, uh, uh, no, it's echoing off the walls. The walls of what? The room. That's what it is? Are you sure? Yeah. It sounds like it's echoing off of something that would be right across from the window. Oh. That's why I was asking about a fence. There was a time when I did record a lot of storms, thunderstorms and such, and uh, I've stopped doing that now because they're basically all the same. Now, there's well, I'm not gonna, too much if things happen, I'm going to start my collection all over again. Did you keep all those recordings or did you get rid of them? Including. <gasps> We should, we should, we, uh, well, yeah, I have the tornado, but we should, we should, we should hear all the other ones. There's a lot, but some of them, it's just rain falling, and oh. others, it's just the thunderstorms. So the way I record them, mm -hmm. you know about the tornado recording, it starts out very quiet, so that's yes. the way they're all recorded. So it would probably not be the best idea to listen to all of those on here 
because of their format. Oh, okay. This this is this podcast. It's always been about you know people chatting with each other, and there have been some recordings played, but they've been yeah. pretty much the volume of um, everyone talking for the most part. I think there was one quick learning techie show when the tornado came through a couple days later where I did play the recording and it was stated that it's going to be very quiet and to try not to have too much interruption. And I think that worked out okay. Mm. Sounds like Oh, it's raining now. That's a recording of it. Yeah. Yeah. I figured. Oh, and b- go ahead, Matt. Oh, I'm gonna miss those old recordings if I don't salvage them. <laughs> yeah, they can be replaced. Good storms. Nobody, nobody else, nobody else has those old recordings from ten or five years ago, do they? Other than oh, the they stuff. don't have any of them old quick learning techie shows from 2009. That some of that stuff was fun to go back and listen to. So. Yeah. Hopefully that stuff can be recovered. Yeah, I'll try. I should make that a point uh, Monday or Tuesday project this week. Try and open that drive up. Because this point, if it's not going to power up and give me data, I don't have anything to lose. I'll open it up, feel what's inside of right. it. That would be it. Maybe I should save it for next Saturday and open it up on the show and describe yeah. what I'm feeling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or you know, you could do like they did with the Jaws, you know, the Jaws show. When they did that, you could drill a hole in it like they were trying to do the keynote. <laughs> oh, that's what Casey did at the Jaws for Windows as a murderer. Yes, yes, yes. When, and he's like, ouch, I, that hurts. He said. Whenever I listen to those things, I am really kind of sad. And I'll tell you why for a few reasons. One is, Casey has stated that he is a Christian, but his show that he's made... Doesn't show it, right. I, 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 I could say a lot that, of the cussing so, in there could be edited. I know, but he's that's, not... He doesn't want anyone to edit it. And he doesn't want to do it himself. So that's, that's one thing that that's I find sad. sad. Yeah. Another thing is... A lot of the sound effects, perhaps not all of them, but a lot of them that he has, he got from me when I was do- downloading torrents of copywritten material. So they are illegal. They were illegally obtained and illegally used. And I think it's very sad. And the same thing with the music, too. Uh, some of that, I know, is uh, probably music that I gave him illegally. And Windows XP, the operating system that he used to edit some of those, perhaps not all of them, some of them, at least the first two parts, that was illegally obtained. If he was doing the Windows XP on the virtual machine, then I gave him because I illegally obtained that. So I find it very sad that it is out there and he still promotes it and still lets people listen to it and all that mm. and uh, it's it's very 
very unfortunate when that happens. I, I don't even like hearing about people using software that was not obtained legally. It's just, it's, it's a very sad thing. Yeah. Because to me, it's supporting whoever obtained the illegal software in the first place. And what they did is basically, it's just saying, what you did is fine. There's no problem with it. Besides, I wasn't breaking the law. So it's, it's sad, especially if I'm hearing about, reminded of, introduced to, or whatever, something that someone is using that I got in an illegal fashion. Yeah. Well, yeah. to change it slightly, I am pleased to report that on my Mac, just because I could, I have VMware Fusion 11.5, and it takes up a whopping 900 megabytes. Yes! Only almost a gig. Yes. Yep. Rather sad for a piece of software. <laughs> now, is that running without a virtual machine? It's just VMware Fusion installed. Oh, yeah. um, it oh, it it's, it's takes up more because the components that are installed, uh, they take up more space. Yeah. Okay, let's see what we got here. VMware Fusion 11.5, the disk image is like oh, 400 some odd. And then when you install it, it unpacks itself, takes up about 900 megabytes. Uh, yep. yep. VMware Fusion 11.5. Awesome stuff. I, I have 11.5. I'm getting 11.5.1. Yeah. And I'm also proud to report that because I owned a key for VMware Fusion 10 and I logged in with my VMware account and proved that I had the key, it let me upgrade for only $49 and then it charged me at like forty nine ninety five or something, then it charged me uh, about four dollars in taxes. Yep, that sounds ridiculous. Right. I I had purchased VMware Fusion eleven point zero, and eleven point five was a free upgrade for that. So I just entered my eleven point zero key into yeah. VMware Fusion eleven point five. Actually, I may not even needed to do that. I don't remember. But you I shouldn't do know have. If you paid eighty dollars for that, you got ripped off. You should have used your VMware ten key. No, 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 no. Oh no, I paid, I paid fifty to upgrade from VMware Fusion ten to VMware Fusion eleven point zero. Yeah. And I could not upgrade from eleven point one to eleven point five with the upgrade. I had to actually go in and download the disk image and install it. Right. But I I don't know if I had to enter my key or not. But if I did, my 11.0 key worked with 11.5. Yeah, it so should. So now, I'm, I'm upgrading it to 11.5.1. And I do keep up to date with VMware Fusion um, in some ways. I may not purchase another copy until I, I am making more use of a Mac, if that point comes. But... Uh, I hope I can get that... Uh, drive going, because then I can get my good legal copy of XP virtual machine, and then run TeamTalk on 512 megabytes of RAM, just for admin oh. purposes. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> or if I can find a version of Linux that'll provide me the same accessibility with TeamTalk. I don't know if it will. 
Well, I've I've heard somebody on another server doing some Linux stuff with TeamTalk the other day, and it sounded equally accessible. All I want to use it for is moving people around and making accounts. I don't want to use it for audio. Should be able to should be able to do that with it, but um, I'm not sure which Linux distribution would be the best. I think I think it's moved to using Qt5 now instead of Qt4. Right. So that's a good improvement. And Qt5 has some accessibility improvements to it, so that's another good improvement. So is that why Orca is probably running well in a new spin-off of Linux, which I just heard about yesterday, which was off 19.10.10 Ubuntu. It's called Coconut. No, Accessible because Coconut. Orca is um, using GNOME and Unity and all that. Oh, okay. I, I think it's GTK or something. I forget what they're using, but it's not QT. But there's QT accessibility built into all that, I believe. So you might be able to run TeamTalk on that. Oh, and I need to find this coconut. What's the URL for that coconut thingy? Um, that, is, I, I didn't, maybe I'm I'll not sure. Is coconut supposed to be more accessible for the blind, or what? All I know is that it was, that's, that I heard someone using it on a server yesterday. And they were telling me that it, they were using Voxen, and the the accessibility was was working good on it, and it didn't seem to break or anything, and it was running, and it was based off of ver the Ubuntu version 19.10. Voxen? Wow. What's Voxen? The IBM version of Eloquence. Oh. Really the one that's for good. five bucks. I'd be willing to buy that. Oh. Well, the the only difficulty with that is it's still not quite as efficient as Windows XP. I right. don't think you could run it very well on 512 uh, megabytes of RAM. But I'd be willing to give maybe device. two or three gig to a Linux distro for Team Talk, and I'd only run it after the streams were over. So if anyone wanted new accounts, they'd have to wait. Yeah, two should be fine, and you still have my Team Talk bot. I, I don't know if it'll work on these newer versions of the Mac. Actually. I haven't even tried that it, yet. I think I've got it somewhere. If I'll, I think I have my uh, config file for the bot somewhere in iCloud. Yeah, I need to try that. You might have to answer some configuration prompts to allow it to run and access things it needs to access and all that before yeah. it'll work flawlessly. Uh, they've introduced some new stuff to the go runtime and all that, so it may need to be recompiled. Oh. Hmm. Which is a possibility I could do, perhaps. Then you need to make it to the bot, so that the bot can make accounts. I already have a preliminary base for that, actually. You can make accounts, and each time you do, you select what user rights you want from the list, I believe. Um, I haven't worked on it in a long time because I really haven't been in the programming mode, and I don't want to do that at work because I get too wrapped up in it and then I'd lose track of what I'm doing at my work. Alright, we have approximately 30 seconds left. Yay! Well, I have to say this was a good one tonight for an inter for starters and yeah, for the first. We are off to a good start. Yes. Wow.
Kelly 20. And we got some amateur radio activity to end it. Alright, eight o'clock has come. Thank you all for coming, participating. This was fun. I mm -hmm. want to do this again next week. Definitely. Yeah. Ten o'clock here in the east. Yeah, so if nothing else breaks, fails, in another seven days, same two hours, I hope to do another Quick Learning Techie show. I will get this uploaded very soon. Everybody have a good night. Have fun. Don't fall. Don't work too hard. Come back again next week.